It's the final day of the Nagoya Basho. This is Sumo Drop. Welcome back to Sumo Drop. I'm Emma Jane and this is Matt. It's the end of the July tournament and it's been, frankly, a write-off. <laughs> yep. To put it bluntly, COVID ripped through the stables and caused major disruption before you even got to the final bouts on day 15 for an insane end to the tournament. Mm-hmm. But before we get to that, just a reminder that we have a link uh, to an introductory explainer in the show notes. So anytime we use Japanese terminology, we'll do our best to explain what it means so you can get more familiar. But now, on to the news. <coughs> So we kind of have a lot of news, but really, it's the same news <laughs> yeah. on different days. So here we go. Ichi Yamamoto withdrew on day nine after his stable master tested positive for COVID. And similarly, <laughs> as is going to be a theme to this news, yep. Koto Shoho, Koto Eko and Koto no Waka withdrew on day 11 after stable mates, you guessed it, tested positive for COVID. This one is a bit of a git. Tamawashi withdrew on day 13 after stablemates tested positive for COVID. Uh, instantly, this means Tamawashi's 18-year uninterrupted streak of 1,448 uninterrupted appearances has ended. Oh, the poor Iron Man of Sumo. Iron Man Sumo fucked over. But, and this is the thing here, because um, he, he doesn't have Kobe at this point. He hasn't, he hasn't caught it himself as far as we're aware. But that being said, um, the... Uh, committee members are arguing about whether this should affect his record or not and you know if if they're going to actually uh effectively let it continue when it starts back up in september because he hasn't actually gone off himself so mm. there's, a, there's a i don't know if it's guaranteed yet but i think a lot of people are saying that's bullshit yeah, he's the fourth longest fair. running in a row it feels like a complete dick move basically. yeah not fair um we've also got uh nishikigi who withdrew on day 13 again after stable mates tested positive for covid um very similarly to tamawashi this is a 16 year uninterrupted streak broken and again 16 years i think i feel i don't know I, we, we haven't got anything to prove it at this point but i'd like to think the sumo association will say well that's fine yeah, because yeah, it, it's not from injury. They've not had to withdraw from that. It's a, no. such an unusual situation for them to have to withdraw. It's Midway not because, through a tournament. Yeah, it's not because yeah. they can't Takayasu uh, has been out this entire tournament, for example, because his stable test positive just before the thing started. Mm. Does that mean he would be impacted in the same way if that was the case? That sort of thing. So yeah. things to debate. Um, Oh, my God. <laughs> Endo, Tobizaru, Daesho, Tsurigisho, Dayamami all withdrew on day 13 after stablemates tested positive for COVID. Yeah, uh, day 13 got so bad that NHK's coverage included Sandame and Jurio bouts as well. Yeah, because it's a case of like, oh, we'll go through all that. Oh, we have enough time for highlights. Unless we want to just show people getting Fusensho, Fusensho, Fusensho. Yeah. For those who don't know, Fusensho is when your teammate uh, is, or your, your teammate, sorry, your opposition, <laughs> your, your opponent is uh, is withdrawing. Um, and that could be because of an injury or whatever reason mm -hmm. specifically. Um, but in this case, uh, it's just that their stable mates have COVID. So it's possible they could get it, but don't know if they will or yeah. not, but whatever. Um, so it's it's a freebie, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Hokuto Fuji withdrew on day 15 after catching COVID. Mm. Slight difference here. Um, weirdly enough, Okonomi is in the same stable, so he had to withdraw as well. Yeah. And finally, it was reported that apparently Magaki, formerly Hakuho, um, met with Shodai on day three and gave him some advice, specifically on warming up. And it's possible that support support from him had a direct effect on Shodai's performance for the rest of the yeah. tournament, as we'll see. Yeah, so obviously we were talking through all the infections, all the pullouts, in the sense that I think at one point in the Makuchi top uh, ranking division, what, like eight, eight or nine bouts, basically? Mm. And a lot of them populate with Jurio people to sort of flush it out yeah um i think there were 11 only 11 bouts I yeah think it was something it's like, a it's yeah. a very weird one but at the same time just in that other bit of news shodai starting awful we, we mentioned previous about being kadoban is he gonna be able to turn around or not um and yeah apparently yeah me with the uh, former uh wrestler hakuho yeah as, as he's a trainer now or a coach should say um and yeah whispering in his ear giving him a bit of advice yeah and turning things around yeah great Good for him. Mm. <laughs> let's uh, let's get to last week, though. Before we get to the final day's results, let's have a look back at last week's bounce with our own personal highlights. Matt, over to you. Thanks. Uh, day nine, Monday the 18th of July. Right. Hoshoryu versus Tamawashi. My boy versus the Iron Man <laughs> Asuma. Uh, strong slaps from Tamawashi, but Hoshoryu quickly countered with his own slaps and forced Tamawashi out for his win uh, a win, sorry, on his 300th career bout. So mm. I love seeing Hoshoryu win. I like seeing him strong. Tamawashi is usually a quite a good opponent. He's been a bit of a wobbler this one, uh, this particular basho. Um, but yeah. I still always am surprised that Hoshoryu has only had around 300 career bouts. He's because young. He is really young, isn't he? And it's always one of those surprising things because he's just. Mm. I think, yeah, as you've always maintained, oh. he will be the future of Sumo oh. at some point. But remember, me saying that might curse him. <laughs> so I apologize. God damn it! <laughs> the fuck? All right, go on. My day nine was Shodai v. Arby. Now, Ar Arby had it from the Tachiai. He had both hands on Shodai's neck with his full weight. He kept pushing forward until Shodai was right up to the edge of the Tawara. Um, obviously the edge of the ring the rice bale yeah um shodai was right at the edge and he just managed to counter somehow he got his left hand under arby and pushed him out and down for a sukiyotoshi or thrust down it was an absolutely great win from shodai and it extended his winning streak to four yeah it sounds like shodai really turned around there. yeah he turned it around um yeah. yeah it was great great to see Okay, day 10, Tuesday, the 19th of July. Hoshoryu versus Kotonowaka. Hoshoryu again. Mm. Surprise, surprise. Um, this was Kotonowaka's 400th career bout, and he was aiming for his Kachikoshi at this point because um, he obviously has been performing exceptionally well. Mm. Again, there's always Kachikoshi, more wins than losses, and on day 10, that means he's been performing stupidly well. Uh, that would also mean he would have a share of the lead race, the Yusho race, for the win for the, for the Basho. Now... Hoshoryu opened with a really strong Mawashi grip. And after a few seconds, he started rocking uh, Kotonowaka to the left, hooked the thigh, and sent him to the clay. And it's like, oh, oh shit, mm. that's over. That's done. Um, obviously, Kotonowaka could pull it back, but as we know from the news, he didn't get a chance to. Yeah, and um, day 10 for me was uh, Nishiki Fuji versus Meisei. Now, this was a really great matchup. Um, this was their first ever meeting. Um, 
the newbie, uh, Nishika Fuji, held his ground and there was lots of movement back and forth to the edge of the Tawara. Both men were holding on well, um, but mid-match, they kind of had a pause in the middle. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, and both, they really had good grips, both of them. But eventually, uh, Meisei won out uh, by frontal crush-out, or Yori Teoshi. Um, but even so, uh, Nishiki Fuji is showing some great potential, this Basho. And that's why I wanted to highlight this, because even though he didn't get this win... Um, you know, it, it's he's just showing such a great performance against someone who's been in top division for a long time. It may say who's tumbled down from the top and things, and was at one point being considered for Ozeki. So he, you're right, he's performing mm. stupidly well. Um, right, day eleven, Wednesday, twentieth of July, Ichinojo versus Arby. This is where something starts mm. coming in here. Um, Arby did his patented forward thrusting. He's very much a pusher thruster. He usually does, but a kind what Takakesho did for a long yeah. time he just leans forward and just starts pushing his hand Pounding, out. yeah, yeah. um but Ichinojo was able to spin him towards the Tawara um um Arby then tried to turn but the momentum um already sort of pushed him out and effectively Ichinojo just carried him out it was, mm. it was it was one of those things whereby we mentioned on the show in the past quite a few times Ichinojo hasn't in the past really turned up a lot and when he has turned up there are moments where he goes, ah, I can't be bothered. He doesn't seem to counter very well. He doesn't yeah. seem to be able to turn things up and turn it around when it's got going in his favor. But this is a prime example of Abi, who's a very strong opponent. Yeah. Um, taking the idea all in and, and Ichinojo going, okay, I need to make this work and mm. not be just leaving my momentum, lead me out of the, the, uh, out of the dohyo. So yeah, very interesting. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And um, my day 11 was Shodai v Endo. Now, this one was interesting as well, um, because at first, Endo pushed him immediately to the edge. But speaking of people suddenly getting out of things, yeah. Shodai got out of it really fast. And it's really great to see from him. Um, he pushed Endo back and got himself on the front foot, winning by Yorikiri or frontal force out. Um, it feels like he's had a fire lit under him. And again, we talked about this earlier since having his chat on day three with Magaki. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, and a, a couple of other things for me to note on this day was that, um, Matt's going to like this, that the Hoshoryu v. Taranofuji match, that was an intense match. Um, if you're wondering, why didn't Matt highlight that? Hoshoryu didn't win it. No, he didn't, but it was still a great he match. It was close. It was damn close. It yeah, was very it, intense. That's, that's just worth highlighting for that reason alone. I agree. And, uh, I like to know when uh, a Rikishi's birthday is. So it was Chiyoshoma's 31st birthday and his 400th top division bout. And he won against Takura Fuji. So oh, happy Chiyoshoma, birthday that's to nice. him. Yeah, that's <laughs> nice for Chiyoshoma. Uh, I usually, whenever we hear like an announcement on NHK or something, I say, oh, it's so-and-so's birthday. And M's face lights up. And I'm like, oh, fuck. I get God. really happy for them because, you know, if they win on their birthday, that's kind of like an extra special win, surely. What happens if they lose on their birthday? Extra shitty birthday? Then, uh, then yeah. Can't even have cake because they're on a diet of sumo <laughs> stew. Okay, well, anyway, day 12, Thursday the 21st of July, Hoshoryu versus Hokuto Fuji. Oh, Hoshoryu's turn up again. Mm. Um, so, solid control from Hoshoryu. He turned Hokuto Fuji and flipped him on his back with a Watanagi, uh, sorry, a Watanagi, uh, for God's sake, I can't even say now. Uwatanagi, which is an overarm throw. Again, mm. it was a really quick, decisive, efficient, and controlled performance. It was from a really good throw. Yeah. It was, oh, it was I great was like, to see. That's, that right there is good, strong sumo. Yeah, and um, on day 12, my pick was uh, Takakesho, who I've not spoken about for a while, versus oh, yeah. uh, uh, Nishikigi. Now, this was interesting, this match, because both of them were on 8-3. 
um, and they were looking to both get up on the leaderboard. Um, and Takakesho had a really strong tachiai. It was really fast. He went straight to Nishikigi's neck, uh, raised his chin, just kept the you pressure up. That. I do, but it was interesting to see it from him. Yeah. He kept the pressure up with his constant uh, pushing and thrusting, and it all paid off in the end because he got a frontal push out, uh, or Oshidashi. Um, yeah, so that was a great match. Really, really good. Yeah. Um, and the other uh, note I've made on this day, which is worth mentioning, is that Shodai secured his rank. Yeah, he got a Kachikoshi on this day after being like, well, he's probably going to go out now. He's fucked yeah. himself. He turned it the shit around. Yeah, and this happened to him last time he was Cuddleban. Exactly what happened last time. Everyone so the was point like, that's almost frustrating is he's like, sort yourself out. Yeah, Have had, a conversation, which he really has. He's had to turn it around twice now. Um, but it was really nice to see Shodai back, not quite to old form, but just actually performing again. Significantly stronger. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Okay, day 13, Friday, the 22nd of July. Tetsuyoshi versus Oho. Mm. Two people I don't tend to talk about very often. Well, Oho, it's his first... Um, he, well, he's, he's, he, he's first bounced in this and, division. Yeah, and he's, he's done... Uh, well, he's bounced up and down, I think, in the past. But either way, he's, he's never really gotten very far. Um, and Tetsuyoshi, salt boy. Um, <laughs> the salty boy. New to the show. Uh, Tetsuyoshi is a smaller and lighter Kishi definitely has to get some uh, interesting tactics to win and stuff like that which he does he goes to people's feet really mm. well um, but he's also a bit of a showboat um, bit of a dickhead which <laughs> sometimes I respect that sometimes I don't and y when you throw the salt to purify and cleanse the, the door here the ring you can throw as much or as little as you want. You could technically just sprinkle a little bit. It on literally it. sometimes eyes like, like you barely see a fleck or two of salt grains leaving their hands. Teratsuyoshi digs into the um the basket and brings out a mound, an mm -hmm. entire fistful of like, I don't mean like close to like an open fist, like mound of um salt and hucks it in the air. Yeah. And to be fair, it's very cool to see. It always gets a great applause yeah. because, you know, if you're watching, it's prestigious. yeah, it's, it's become a thing. And I think I, we'd love to see it if we ever get to go oh, yeah, see yeah, a yeah. show. Yeah, exactly. But by doing so, I always feel the Dohyo looks very slippy. I know that's not what the soul's designed to do. Mm. But I'm like, hello, it's just peppered with this fucking salt. Um, but the match itself, Terrence Yoshi winning low again. That's what he usually does uh, for the leg as usual. But all hall, hungry for his kachikoshi, mm. knew that Teratsuyoshi would do this and caught him, literally caught yeah. him, and then sent him to the ground for a uwatadashinage. Thank you very much. Pulling over arm throw. For some reason, um, it's a hot-ass day again in Britain. Oh, yeah. And I'm <laughs> struggling. But yes, thank you, Emma Jane. Very good. Um, what about your highlight today? Mine was uh, Hoshoryu. <gasps> My boy? Oh, yeah. Versus Wakamoto Haru. <gasps> One of your boys? Yes. So... <laughs> This is an interesting one because from when they're starting out, Hoshuri is on seven five, Wakamoto Haru is on five and seven. So one of them's looking to secure their kachikoshi, the other looking to avoid makekoshi. So you know, yeah, it, they don't. He desperate to get that win. It's it's important for both of them. Yeah. yeah. So that's why it was important, and it was a good tachiai. Uh, both of them got a grip, but. Hoshoryu's grip was stronger. He won with a really powerful throw, uh, a kotenage, an arm lock throw. 
And this is where I'm going to talk about uh, Wakamoto Haru here for a bit because I feel like he's been struggling since his unfortunate loss to Terana Fuji early on in the absolutely. tournament. Absolutely, that's got in his head. It I, really has. I absolutely think it's just got in his As head. It's a damn shame because he was he held on so yeah. well. Yeah, and also just to point out, it's now at this point the first time he has a losing basho since he reached the top division. Yeah. And that is absolutely gutting for him. So, it, again, it was an important match for both of them. Um, but unfortunately, Wakamoto Haru has just not been not been on quite on form, um, yeah. really. He's had some good bouts. And that matchup against Terra Nafuji was just so good. Yes. And he had yes. said it there. He was so close. But great tournament for him for other reasons. He did beat an Ozeki for the first time. Yes. His first yes, ever time fighting an Ozeki and he, and he won. So, yeah. He's had some highlights in this tournament, just unfortunately um, didn't manage to get his uh, catchy fashion. Yes. Yeah. Okay, day 14, Saturday, 23rd of July. This is yesterday. What's going to happen here is a bit weird because mm. it was said NHK starts showing us jury matches, so the match we're commenting on is interesting. Yes. I'm going to go through some big stuff, but then I'm going to go with some quite literally small stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, Kiribayama versus Wakamoto Haru. Hey, my boy. Um, <laughs> oh, no, my boy. To quote <laughs> TikTok sounds. Um <laughs> Both Rikishi, straight out of the Tachai, fighting toward the Tawara, and then both acrobatically flipping over and hitting the ground at the same time. Yeah. I mean, like, barrel roll, flipping in the air kind of thing. So yeah. it was like, ooh. And we knew immediately, that's going to Monoe. It's going to Monoe. Immediately did. Um, again, just, just in case you knew, Monoe is where you have the five judges around the outside, put the hand up and say, no, 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 we're having a little conference yeah. about this. And they discuss it. They watch the sort of... Uh, the, the rematch. The, 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 um, the rematch. The replay. The replay, sorry. Yeah. And they say, is it going to be so-and-so is right? Is the Gyoji, the referee, are they right or wrong? And then equally, um, do we need a rematch or not? Yeah. And that's exactly what happened this time. Yeah. It's a uh, Torina Oshi, which is basically a rematch. It's like, yeah, it's too close to call. Mm-hmm. Do it again. And they're both already bloody tired. Yeah. Uh, this time, however, Kiribayama is, uh, was initially stronger, but... Wakamoto Haru fought back and recovered well, but eventually he was fought, uh, forced it's out. So disappointing because originally the Gyoji had pointed to um, Wakamoto Haru to win. Yeah. So, oh. oh, by the way, I'm pretty sure my wording might be confused there. Just to clarify, Kiribayama won that. Oh yeah, yeah, um, for yeah, sure. Yeah, but it was like it was, uh, he started with stronger. Wakamoto fought back, and uh, yeah, uh, mm-hmm. so it was a, it was an unfortunate one. But the thing it is, was. we talk about when it's a rematch, you're already tired, you're hot, and you're like stressed, and you think, and you've already got someone who's you just forced face to. Um, faced off against a, f- a very short time ago so yeah um i have another note here but i'm going to save it until em's gone with hers <laughs> sure. because it's kind of important <laughs> yeah um so my uh, day 14 highlight is actually a jurio match now jurio is the division just below um the makuchi division yep so yeah um this one is enho versus mitoriu now we're both jurio both jurio of course uh I'm highlighting because Enho. It's been such a long time since we've seen Enho. And as we like mm. to affect, affectionately call him, little baby Enho. <laughs> <laughs> okay, for those who don't know, uh, we mentioned about Teratsuyoshi being short and lighter. Not as short and light as little baby oh, Enho. Oh, no, Enho is one of the smaller rik- Rikishi. In, in yeah. that. And he oh. is a fan favorite. People love Enho because he has struggled through injury and stuff and he fights so hard. He's been in the top division a few times, slipped down every now and again. But he's a little guy. He goes yeah. like this, but like, like Ichinojo, he weighs nothing compared to them. Yeah. He doesn't tower over anybody or anything. 
and he has to do so he has to work so hard yeah and and this match he he definitely yeah. worked hard it was an excellent uh shitatanage or underarm throw yeah and i love seeing little baby enho throw people um yeah because he, he tries yeah. hard yeah he's, he's, yeah he's it's good to see him basically yeah. doing stuff and doing well so yeah yeah, um, so back to you for your other uh, match. Yeah, <laughs> so day 14, Terano Fuji versus Shodai. Yeah. Now at this point, Em and I were literally saying, Terano Fuji needs to sort himself out. This is, this is is The numbers look good, but he is not pulling his weight and people not are going to get Yoko pissed Zuna. off. After all the cushion flying last week and stuff and mm-hmm. bits and pieces. And Shodai, well, Shodai's on the return now. Maybe this will, I mean, we thought to ourselves, mm, probably not this though. Yeah. It was a moderate Tachiai. And very quickly led to Terunofuji, let's be honest, losing his balance. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And face planting the dohyo floor. Gosh. Um, that wasn't, I mean, Shodai obviously gave him a little tap to get him down oh, yeah. to make sure it was done. And another cushion flew straight into the dohyo yeah. and, and Shodai caught it. But nope, get yeah. out of here, Cl- won't get my clearly money. Clearly spectators thinking this is not fit for a Yokozuna to lose Fuck in this that. way. You don't lose from a tachi and fall over. Yeah, you don't slip when you're a Yokozuna. That's just... I mean, people might say that's too much pressure for one person. It's like, that's how you got that rank. Yeah. That's the point. Um, you're meant to be the strongest. And, and, and more importantly, you're the ambassador of the sport. The hakuo was always a thing whereby whenever he fucked up, and I, mm. I don't mean the sense of like um, whenever he uh, didn't perform well, though that was always a factor. It was more, we want you to win. Yeah. These are the matches people are going to come and see. You're carrying the sport as, a, as, yeah, a, as an course. ambassador. That's why we said about previous about Asashoryu you. And the whole face planning with the with the with the pulling of the hair, and everyone went, "Are oh, you out of your fucking mind?" Yeah, you don't do that. No. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but a crazy, crazy point leading us into today's bout, whereby mm. it was, if I remember correctly, um, Ichinojo and Terunofuji uh, and Takakesho were all the sort of sort of top bits, yeah. and all three of them lost. So it was like it was a weird happens? day. <laughs> what happens on day fifteen? Was it? Well, one thing happens if Ichinojo loses his bout. And Takakesho beats Terano Fuji, it's a playoff between the three of them. Um, if Terano Fuji wins his bout and Ichinojo loses his bout, Ichinojo wins. Mm. Uh, sorry, Terano Fuji wins. Yep. If Ichinojo wins his bout and Terano Fuji wins his bout, then it's a playoff between those two. Yeah. I think that's all the, the options. Yep, yep, yep. That's where we are <laughs> on the evening of Saturday, day 14. We're like, okay, now we know what to expect. And how is it that a high-ranking Maegashira one or two, Maegashira two, I think. Yeah, he's Maegashira two. Yeah, and a uh, Yokozuna. is like, this is a weird mm. finale. It is. Uh, and remember, for a full breakdown of the various results, you can head to sumo.or.jp forward slash en. So with that covered, let's go over to today's results. Ugh. So, day 15, what were the actual results? Ono Shou beat Chionokuni. Hidenoumi beat Miyogiryu. Takarafuji beat Ryuden. Mitoryu beat Shimanoumi. Yutakayama beat Tochinoshin. Nishiki Fuji beat Hokuto Fuji. Although, interestingly, with that one, that was a Fasensho win or a win by default. So, not really a win. <laughs> Similarly, uh, not, not that it's to take from that, because, I mean, it still counts as a win. Uh, Chiyomaru beat Okinoumi. Technically, by Fasencho. Uh, Teretsuyoshi beat Aoyama. Sadnaomi beat Oho. And Wakamata Haru beat uh, Chiyotaru. Ichinojo beat Ura. <laughs> mm-hmm. And Kiribayama beat Chiyoshoma. So let's put this into perspective for a second. 
what this means is at this point, as we're watching, we're like, mm-hmm. shit, Ichinoda's won. There's no major playoff now between the three of them. Either Terunofuji wins and it goes between those two, yep. or Terunofuji loses and Ichinojo's already won. Yep. So at the moment, we're, and to be fair, Ura fought reasonably hard, but nothing happened there. He was just put a bounce to the edge. Because I think ultimately, Ichinojo wasn't fucking around. Mm. He turned the fuck up, basically. So, Kiribayama beat Shioshoma. Meisei beat Abi. Midori Fuji beat Hoshoryu. That one hurt, but I'm not getting that one too Yeah. Much. And uh, that leaves um, Shodai beating Wakatakakage. That one hurt you too. That hurt me too. But this one was perhaps the most important matchup of the day. And Takakesho beat Terano Fuji. <laughs> yep. Um, Not was, how we thought it would go. No, it was over quite quickly. Um Takesho fought hard. Terunofuji did not fight hard enough. Yeah. I, I think it's the honest assessment. I'll be honest, from the get-go, it, it was clear to me immediately after the Tachiai that I was like, oh, oh gosh, Terunofuji, he's lost it. He's literally just... Yeah, he's, you could he, see it happening. I could see immediately. And and yeah, so... Yeah, and you could see... The second his fe- foot stepped out, he almost stood bolt up and went, fuck. He looked so disappointed in himself. He is yet yeah. to win in, in Nagoya. Nagoya. <laughs> I know, that's, that's a curse. And he... I, I, again, cushions didn't fly. I was a little surprised. I think everyone was a bit more respectful. Like, oh, that's terrible. Yeah, but yeah. also, at that moment, Ichinojo was like, I've won this. Yeah, the NHK uh, footage uh, cut oh, to Ichinojo. The, yeah. And he just had this sort of little smile on his face. And he, like, he, did he, a bit, he. he couldn't really hold it in. And who, who can blame him? Yeah, I mean, he then gave his speech. And, we, you know, it's tons of so many cups, so many things to hold, oh, so many yeah. things to pose with. So much, you know, honor, tradition, and bureaucracy, and and classic Japanese things. Uh-huh. Um, but then he gets a speech, and I remember the first thing they said to him was like, um, you know, congratulations and thanks. Did you think you'd eventually win? Yes. Yeah, he said yes, which got a little laugh it out of the crowd. <laughs> yeah, that I'm was like, great. Good. Yeah, yeah. But, but Ichi- Ichinojo is also very uh, quite an amusing uh, Rikishi, apparently. Um, he is. He yeah. doesn't come across him when you're in, in the no, in the ring. But he looks so serious. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> the thing. We don't we. We sometimes don't see a lot of the coverage of the outside the bout because on NHK and various other coverages um, through the internet, for example, you get the main coverage of what's mm. being shown in the door hill, but there's so much they're doing in between. Yeah. We mentioned about the bean throwing festival. Yeah, all that sort yeah. Of stuff. Like you, um, you get the sportsman version yes. of the Rikishi, but you don't get the celebrity version. What you know? Precisely. That, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, Ura dressing as a fucking aubergine. <laughs> Still one of my favorite uh, features. Egg, egg, <laughs> eggplant for Americans. Um, and him just like, hey. And it's just, it's a silly little thing. Like, oh yeah, these guys have personalities. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in his speech, he also said, and this is a very interesting mm. point here for us to discuss. He said how he has had 13 and 14 wins in previous Bashos. Again, to reiterate, 13 and 14 sometimes. Out of 15. Out of 15. And still not won the Basho. Um, and this is because, it's really just a testament to how messed up the Sanyaku is. And the Sanyaku, again, for those who don't know, are the higher ranks yeah. of... of um, well, t- Sanyaku literally means three. Three yeah. ranks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which doesn't include Yokozuna because it didn't count at the time. It wasn't existent. So it's Ozeki, Komasubi, Sekawaki. Uh, yeah. Ozeki, Sekawaki, Komasubi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's the four at the top, basically. And because there's been a bit of a void still, because Terunofuji's doing fine, but not really, you've got a point where... People are working hard. People are doing well. 
but there's no dominant force. No, there's no haku. <laughs> there's no haku. To put no, it bluntly, no, no kiryu. Um, there's no. Um, oh, sorry, kakuryu. There's no. Um, no presence. Even the Ozeki no. aren't. I mean, the numbers are for ending on are quite decent. Oh yeah. Ten and five for for Shodai and uh, I think eleven and four, whatever it was for. Um, yeah. For, for Takakesho. Uh, obviously, Mitsukami doesn't count because he was uh, ousted in the middle thing. Cause of yeah, because of the COVID, COVID stuff. stuff. But at the same time, they're solid numbers, but yeah. they're not crazy brilliant numbers. And mm. yeah, I mean, it, it's it's fascinating, but it does really highlight how the last two years have become a very strange. And I, I keep saying it; I feel like a broken record. It's it very much comes down to. COVID has thrown so much in the works and Hakuo's departure yeah. has left everyone going, what are we doing? There's the void a, is yeah, huge. That void is just there and it's, it's, I think it's looming over so many of them. And I, I, I would have hoped it wouldn't have been a thing, but it, you're right, it is. No, I think it's looming over a lot of them and it's affecting performances, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Shall we uh, very reluctantly talk about our stables in a minute and surprises? Yeah, let's do that. At the end of the tournament, it's more than just one person lifting the cup. There's also special Sancho prizes that are handed out. So let's look at who got what. Outstanding performance, uh, Shukun Shaw went to, understandably, Ichinojo. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, and Fighting Spirit Prize, Kanto Shaw, went to Nishiki Fuji. Now, I think this is very well deserved, despite absolutely, the fact absolutely. that one of those wins was uh, for Sancho win. In fact, the final one he got yeah, day today, today's one um but i still think it is it's well deserved yes. um because he's shown you know from one of the, the first like higher uh tournaments it's just yeah yes an incredible i agree an incredible performance from him and the technique prize the um ginoshaw there was no prize winner which is like it was last tournament yeah i'll say the last basher is exactly the same yeah but again Ichinojo, we did. I don't even mention it. This is his first time winning, um, yeah, a, a bar show. So having him given the outstanding performance as well, yeah, I, I think all these well are deserved. great. I think no problem with that at all. Um, now here's the we get to be a bit of an interesting one. <sighs> Pardon me, like oh, this is terrible. Uh, here's our own performance on the catcher class ranking. But as I said last week, and this is sort of a important point to know, and not just me being a sore loser. We've performed number wise better than we did last basho yes and yet <laughs> our numbers are worse than the ranking yeah but because that, yeah. there have been so many people who have been picking different rikishi and rather than being oh yours are lower because they lost more it's like no everybody's been sliding around yeah. so you've got people at the top who've been no no discredit them at all who've been getting twos threes and fours that's usually a death sentence or, or a middle tier thing like, oh you're not gonna get it um because you need more fives and fours but ultimately yeah, it's it's really, it's a really unfortunately weird situation, and be and frustratingly, people like Ono Shaw getting ten five, and both were saying we might have picked him at one point. Bollocks! <laughs> right, so let's go through who got what. Mm -hmm. uh, in in reverse order, out of five hundred and forty three, oh. uh, in and again, listen to the number of points, mm. and then listen to the place, because as far as we're concerned, the points isn't actually that far off. It's not that bad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, with 31 points um, in joint 512. By the way, the top ranking amount of points you could get, the best possible amount, is 51 points. So 20 points behind that. And you know who's to blame? Shimonomi. 
to see that there's one thing we're gonna, we'll get we'll get to that in a minute but our own our own hair assessment but mm-hmm. again actually no, we'll, we'll, we'll get to it go to it yeah so joint 512 yeah with 36 points in joint 433rd it's me I yep. mean, but then equally uh, from all of us, I think on the final day I had two or three, act- no, two, I had two active Rikishi on the final day. So, yeah. Uh, and I only got, I think one point at the bottom of that anyway. So, oh no, no, I got no points on you the got final no day. no points Sorry. today. Sorry. Yeah. you lost in Terra Fujita. Yeah. I got bummed. So yeah, <laughs> not, not the point. Um, Hyper Dude Man. Yeah. Who at one point, and dude, I'm so sorry. Cause at the, uh, at one point. He was the top of the table, yeah. running away with he it. Was first, I was like, "That is fantastic!" I was so happy, like that's so cool. Um, and all it took was a few things, obviously, but first being Ichi Yamamoto going out, I'm yeah, like, ah, that's a git. Then Kotonawako, and I was like, "Oh, that's a git." Yeah. Oh no, COVID really screwed up it the results really on this one. So <laughs> he ended up with forty points again, four more than me, and joint three hundred and six, which means technically by one point, <laughs> Fox on forty one. Be, uh, one in terms of us on joint 259th so it, it's a really interesting situation because if we look at my um stable teru no fuji teru, sorry teru no fuji hoshoryu koto no waka okuno umi koto shoho now assessment here in the top bundle that you can pick from um just being the okazuka uh, sorry the okazuna and the ozeki if you picked teru no fuji or Takakesho, you mm. made the right choice. Yeah, yeah. Well Definitely. done. They were the best performing there. With regards to the next ones down, the Sekiwaki and the Komusubi, I, on Hoshoryu, picked the right one. You definitely did. Although Nine and six was the best one. To be fair, Wakataka Kage and Abe still got eight, eight and seven. seven so... Which is fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. That, that's the point. I'm like, so numerically, I'm already picking the right choices. Yeah. It's when we get to the next bit. <laughs> Kotonowaka, he was doing fucking great. Yeah. And then he was booted out. And I'm like, bollocks. It's so um, gutting for in him. That po- in that place, you've got one person. Well, uh, clear like, standout here, isn't there? No, it was, I mean, yes, you're entirely right. So it was one person who was close, ah. which is, uh, is Obama on eight and seven. But then, the, as Em's pointed out, the only one that mattered was Ichinojo on 12 and three. Yep. And, uh, yeah, Kotonawaka being in the end, seven and four, isn't mm. actually seven, four. He's on lost, much more lost than that. But again, uh, could I have picked better than that? Yes. Ichinojo, who the fuck would have thought Ichinojo would win that yeah, alone, do and, that and well? As we've talked about when Fox has been on the show, Ichinojo is just, he has been... When you pick him sometimes thinking he's going to do well, he'll... Who turns up, basically? Yeah. Which one? Th- Which does, one? does the one that wins by 14 points win up or does the yeah. one that win, that doesn't win at all? No. Yeah. And um, obviously in your uh, choice in this one was Wakamoto Haru. Yeah. He, I think I, you're right. I think he got in his head after Absolutely. losing to Terra Fuji, which that, that match, I still think that he would have won that had the Gyoji not Maybe. stepped in. No, Maybe. no, no. Just looking at the momentum that was happening, yeah. it would have been a very, very slim chance that that Terunofuji would have got out of it. But as we've seen with Terunofuji, this tournament, he's not had the greatest balance. I That's think, very I true, think very true. that Wakamataharo would have, would have got that. I think that would have spurred his confidence as well. And that would have been it, great. Kinboshi off that, it would have been, he would have yeah. done. And it would have been, you know, he, he won his first match against an exactly. and he would have won first match against Yokozuna. Yeah. I am absolutely gutted for him, but I don't think that, you don't get, regret your pick, basically. I don't regret my pick. I yeah. will likely pick him again next time. And the key point, six and nine versus things like eight and seven and seven and eight, there weren't a lot of choices to go around that could have been, yeah. other than Ichinojo, but who would have known, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, next one down. Uh, yeah, I got screwed here. Um, uh, you got screwed. I got more screwed. <laughs> that is very true. So very quickly, uh, the only ones to actually go with here would have been Maysay, which again. Yeah, Maysay did well. Fox rightly chose. Um, Toby Zaru was the, was, again, uh, mm-hmm. who was, who was Hyper Dude Man's pick. Toby Zaru was off and away. He, at one point we thought, oh my God, Toby Zaru is going to win this yeah, show. Yeah, so was uh, Nishikigi. I yeah. think they both had eight and five, but then obviously they had to, yeah, step yeah, out. Step out due to the stable um, getting COVID. Yeah, really, really difficult and frustrating. So uh, mine was Okinomi, and I think he just struggled the whole time. It was really frustrating. Yeah. He, he, he didn't do horrifically. Four and eleven's a bad number, but his performance, he turned up every time. He was just overpowered a bit, and it was really unfortunate. Yeah. Um, I'd like to think he'll perform. This might be his worst performance in quite some time, but I'm hoping all better things from him in the future. But that doesn't matter because... We need to talk about Shimonomi. We really do. Um, Shimonomi. Now, this is an interesting one because in this particular um, section, uh, it, I decided to go for Shimonomi. And I, the only reason I did that was because I decided to let one of my picks be a gut pick. I was like... The cursed gut? Well, no, because whenever I take time and I think logically and I pick Arakishi, it doesn't work out. How I think well, it's sometimes go. it does, not always. Yeah, but, but, yeah. but it, it, yeah, I think more often than not, it doesn't. But so I, I shouldn't think... gamble on sports, kids. Yeah, yeah, I definitely shouldn't. <laughs> so I shouldn't curse Rikishi from a distance, kids. <laughs> and this is this is why uh, what's happened. I think I think I've cursed Shimonumi this this last show. I had a good feeling about him, and I really shouldn't have. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I think Shimonumi. I think he did what Anosho show did a, a while ago, where he's mm. like. Once he was in a, in his head that he was going to lose. And I don't believe in manifesting stuff. The whole, I just got a picture of it. What happened to me? <laughs> Sorry, everybody. But uh, no offense to people who do. You, you, you be you. But at the same time, I think he had in his subconscious a defeat to him. Yeah. I could see that in you. Because every time you went, oh, you fucking lost this. Like, hey, why don't you like chip? And also. Like, gun him. Maybe ev- he well. I was like, no, yeah. fine. But he's going to lose it. There he's lost it. Every time that he, like the matches would begin, I was like, right, he's, he's lost it. He's lost it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. we finally have the bottom bit. And this is where it gets interesting. Because of course, uh, what happens here is there are a handful who would have done really, really well. Mm. Ono Shou, Nishiki Fuji, Midori Fuji, all on 10-5, which is fantastic. Fantastic for those lower ranking Megashiras. But there is a very clear reason. Now, Em and I both went in Kota Shoho. Yeah. And he was very early booted out when we caught Nawaka. I mean, and I was like, oh, bollocks. Yeah. I mean, he wasn't doing great, to be fair. When he, when no, he, but he could have pulled it back. He I was think. on five and Just six. something a bit more respectable. Yeah. Um, but either way, one of the reasons that all those uh, lower ranking Megashira might have performed better is because when you start messing up the table like that, it's like, who are we going to play against? You get a ton of Facencho's going to everybody. And then equally, you go, right, we have to pepper this with Jurio people. And so by definition, were, Jurio yeah. are much below them in terms of the rank. Yeah. A lot so, of Jurio matchups between the lower Magashiras. So, yeah, that definitely affected it for sure. Yeah. So, it, it, it's a hard one to look back on because you think to yourselves, what have we learned from this? Mm. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> We've learned about bureaucracy because technically, um, yeah. oh, we oh. have nothing to say about how our people performed, other than Shimonomi, 
Um, and what we can learn next season. Would I let this color my uh, picks next Basho? Mm. I don't know, because we didn't see a full Basho from most people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, what's going to happen with Tamawashi and Nishikigi with their like longest running Record. ba- records? Yeah. Are they going to let it stand when comes I'd September? I'd like to think so. I really would like to think so. And also, you have to remember, Mitekeumi comes, comes back and he is still Kadoban. Shodai, not anymore. He's back to being full-fledged Joseki. That's so. true. They did, they did let uh, Mitekeumi off that off yeah, the rather hook for that so him, yeah. maybe maybe I think with Tamawashi especially and maybe Nishiki it would be a case of like um, it, it almost doesn't matter yeah it, and I hate to say that because I don't want to invalidate it but it's like it's not an actual someone gets money for this it's no, just a little it's just, it's a, just really a well done nice pat on thing. the head it's like you have been at every single match and you've you've endured you've endured that long yeah. without you know missing it's a long service thing missing yeah. a match and then to have to eighteen, be forced years. 18 to, years yeah and to be forced to miss a match not through anything you have no done fault of your own, no no physical now yeah, that that's yeah that's got to be really I disappointing think so, yeah. really. so so going into the next bar show um it, it is really really difficult to see. Who you might pick? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we, we said this when. All right, why, why don't we make more predictions on week one? Because you can't tell shit on day one. You really can't, and that we we didn't even make predictions we didn't um, this time because around. we did this time around because we were like, actually, we do this all the time, and there's it's really, never right. There's really no point. You can say, oh my god, they're performing terribly. It means they're lost on day one. Then they pull back and they win the bash. Yeah. Um. Then you got like week week one day um eight that's when you see some real turning points that's when you get to get really start analyzing what's happening that's yeah. the, the, the crux of the interesting point now that being said you still be a fool to make any predictions and especially when covid is still around yeah. and there's lots of questions about why were they testing midway through didn't test more at the start yeah um, obviously outbreaks or outbreaks can't do much without people traveling yeah. we've mentioned this is one of the first times we brought back the traveling and training with oh, each yeah, other training with other stables yep. it was the first time yeah for a, a I long time i don't know time. how the impact will be in september um japan's only just just opened their borders for international travelers and and business and stuff yeah, so for technically group tours and yeah i mm. think that's gonna have a major effect on things they're gonna maybe yeah, it's hard to tell. It's really hard to tell. So, but basically, my predictions going forward are: Terano Fuji, as I've said for the last thing, has been skirting by luckily. Yeah, um, I mean, eleven I four is still nothing to you know. It's good for. Are you gonna say it's good for an Ozeki? It's not even good for an Ozeki. Ozeki should do better. No, I think I think double figures I is know, good I for know. an Ozeki. But as a rule of thumb, a yes. Yokozuna as a rule of thumb twelves. 13s, 14s, but... 15s. Well, 15s. He's yet to win a 15, hasn't he? I think so, yes. So, yeah, yeah he's... he's Yeah. And, and the frustration is, as I said at this, uh, a couple of months ago, maybe in March when he was he was battled out with that um, injury. Oh, yeah. I feel like he's still pulling in good numbers. But he just doesn't have that spark that other he Yokozunas really have, right? He doesn't. And, and that's unfortunate because I don't know if it's because he didn't have time. Also, because remember, remember Terran Fuji's story is a man who climbed high and then fell to the lowest rank and, and then was like, I want to get out. way back up again. Exactly. But mm. then it's like, well, is it time to step out then? But if he does step out, who, who in the fuck is in the lead? I who just, are we saying is the main? Uh, yeah. You know, he, I mean, technically, he is the, the arguably the, the strongest because yeah. Shodai is unreliable at this point. Um, and Mitsukomi is a big question mark if he'll even have the rank. So, and then, just and then again, Kage and Abi and Hoshoryu and Daesho, who the fuck knows? I mean, and especially after Kage couldn't even get double figures this Basho, and he was so desperate to get double figures because obviously 
He's gunning for Ozeki after winning a he bus guys show. He got his just, didn't he? Yeah. Well, he got eight and seven, so he, he just... So literally on the last yeah. day, just and got it. It's such yeah. a frustration because I really want to see him... I really want to see him do do well, yeah. Um, for sure. Yeah. But I don't know. Will I pick him next tournament? <laughs> We'll uh, see. I think it's all going to be dependent on where the rankings rankings fall, and things where everyone's yeah. going to be. I think a lot of the lower um, Maigashiras are going to be at mid table. It's going to be all over. No, it's going to be all over the place. It's going to be really hard because we point out this out by the way. When the Banske comes out, we're like, oh, interesting. What the numbers are? What? Who's where? It's frustrating because it's not like, oh, you did well on ten and five. You go up two places. You did badly. You go yeah. down two places. It's like. The Sumo Association takes all these things into consideration. He's only just got here. Leave him. He's fine. Yeah. Like, he's trying too hard. He's messed this up. We've told him five times. Send him down a load of ranks. Um, there's more in the tank. There isn't. Blah, 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 blah. He thought this person was really difficult. So I think they'll take into consideration a lot of the whole, well, we're not moving half the people because COVID buggered everything up. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if the band scale looks very, very similar to what we're seeing now. Mm. It'd be interesting to see if COVID's still working its way through um, the Sumo Association and, and all of the stables by the time, yeah, you know. Because not everybody we mentioned who was absent got COVID. No. It's in their stable, which means, let's face it, I mean, we said One that, of them could then get it yeah, next time and absolutely. then take out their whole stable. Like, yeah. it's, it's... And we said about Miteke Umi, for example, we said uh, about how he didn't have it and was taken out. And mm. then it's like, oh, next day he does have it. So, you never know. And also, and yeah. again, yeah. I know this is not a, a medical podcast, um, <laughs> but at the same time, COVID isn't something you get once and it's done. No. It's a thing you can be reinfected with over and over and over. And um, for, 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 for Rikishi and sumo wrestlers specifically, it's very dangerous. Of course. Because while they're jabbed up and they've got all the, 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 the vaccines, that's great. They're heavy, heavy people. Yeah. Their breathing is bad as it is. That is a real problem for them to be uh, mm. anything that's going to threaten that respiratory sort of thing. So it's 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 a very hard thing to tell. Uh, it's a it's a constant. I mean, we all know it's a constant frustration in our lives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, next next basho. I feel like I've been saying this over and over and over. I don't know what to expect from the next basho. <laughs> Crazy. I'm gonna say it right here. I'm gonna say it again. Please don't say what I think you're gonna say. What What do you think I'm gonna say? Take a kiss. I was gonna go 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 do good job. Yeah. Fucking hell. <laughs> Sorry, show. No, he I think I think I've seen uh good from him this bus show. I mean I'm You still think Takakesha is gonna win? I just think that Are you gonna pick him? I might. Hmm. I'm saying it now. I can't I can't fault it because as we already pointed out, of the top group, him and Taranofuji had the same numbers, therefore they were the right choice oh, numbers-wise. maybe, wise. and this is the thing, maybe next Basho, Taranofuji is going to be like, right, I'm having none of this. He's going to learn from That's his mistakes and he's going to come back I on fire. I don't know which Taranofuji is going to turn up. Yeah. This he's is doing always... doing a niche but yeah. yeah. But always... His numbers are so good, but yeah, we'll see. We'll, we, we will see. That marks the end of the Nagoya Basho. Join us again on Sunday, 11th of September, back in Tokyo. Hopefully with more active Rikishi and significantly less disruption. <laughs> if you'd like to take part in the Catchy Clash tournament with us next time, you can register at catchyclash.com and let us know your username so we can keep an eye out for you. And as has been proven, we, we like to know what we're talking about. We think we know quite well in terms of the sport, but you can't predict this stuff. So you're thinking to yourself, oh, I don't know if I'd be any good. Clearly, <laughs> not a, a problem. Give it a go. Yeah. And obviously, Hyper Dude Man doing well. So, yeah, let's go for it.
Uh, if you'd like to check out my film-related stuff, you can read my movie reviews at therightrighthand.co.uk. You can see the things that I make at cheeseman.com, or you can check out my other podcast, Sequelizers, at sequelizers.com. Em? You can find the gaming and pop culture podcast I'm on by searching for the Super 8-Bit Power Hour, and I'm also part of Cheeseman along with Matthew. To check out our other host, Fox's stuff, such as wrestling and, as in professional wrestling, American wrestling, um, video games and action figures, head to Grapple Arcade on Twitter or Chellatoys.net. And as always, if you have any questions, comments or things you'd like us to address on the show, feel free to at us on Twitter. We're Stogs, S-T-O-G-H-Z, Emma Jane Mint and Grapple Arcade. Okay, with that said, we'll... uh... See you in September. See you in September for, again, hopefully a significantly cooler month if we're lucky, heat waves aside, and significantly less COVID. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sayonara. Matane. (laughs) 